You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. On this instalment of the show, you hear a conversation between me and John from the band Fifth Angel. The reason for the chat is to promote the band's brand new album for 2018, The Third Secret. Let's have a listen to what John has to say. Here we go. This is John. How are you? I'm doing real good. Wonderful, wonderful. How's things been going for you? How's the, oh, I call it the Aussie phone grind. How, how have the indie journos in Australia been treating you? <laughs> Very well. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I didn't even know we had any fans in Australia. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Well, you should based on the strength of this album here. So there's been, there's been a couple of really good, I'm just going to use the broader term, traditional heavy metal releases that have been bought out this year. So there's, of course, yours, The Third Secret. There's the album from the band Satan, the new wave of British heavy metal band Satan. And then there's Riot V, or Riot. Riot Vs, they go by the name these days. I had a chat to Donnie earlier in the year. But you must be very proud of, of this album here because justifiably you are picking up fans in territories yet you're yet to explore. That's that's killer. That's great. Yeah. Never knew that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's look, I've... I've been playing in a fair bit um I don't, I don't think it's released yet though is it of course on the nuclear blast roster but it's not out there for general consumption yet is it um tomorrow but 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 i believe it tomorrow is all is is today for you yeah. <laughs> the 26th is is the release date yeah so it's it's 9 30 my time on friday the 26th so there you go mate what time is it over there um it's 7 30 in the evening on the 25th, yeah. Okay. And I'm on the East Coast. I'm in Florida. Aha, uh-huh, there you go. I think I've, I may, oh gosh, I don't, I'm not one for grand statements, but I might have spoken to more people from Florida and the States doing this than anywhere else because you've got so many wonderful bands that come from Florida. You know, there was the whole death metal scene and there mm-hmm. were bands like Nasty Savage. Um, I, had a, I had a really good chat to Ralph Santola who unfortunately passed away this year. That was a great loss. He was the guitarist in Death yeah. and also Deerside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did I he... didn't know him personally, but yeah, there's, you know, Cannibal Corpse, uh, the guys uh, from that band, you know, they're they're just a couple hours uh, north of me in Tampa, um, and uh, Camlot, I think Camlot's also from Tampa. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, you know, we yeah we we got our share here. You do well. You do well. And look, because I'm going to be releasing a chat here as a as a podcast episode, if that's okay. And what I can't do is I can't share the music on podcasts, as you probably well know. So what I'll ask you to do is, <clears throat> I've talked up the album. I'm really enthused about it. It's the third secret. But for those that are yet to hear it, to inspire those people that are listening to the podcast episode to get onto streaming services and YouTube to, and to check out the album, how would you describe the music that you've created? Well, um, I mean, basically what we were trying to do, you know, when we made this record is that um, a couple things. First of all, we wanted to make sure that we captured, you know, the essence and the style um, of the old songs as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yet with modern production. Yeah. And and and. And that was actually something that the label had asked as well. But it was also kind of what we were thinking anyway. Um, so that that's really what we were trying to do. We, we, we were not trying to recreate the past because 
we, you know, all of us realize that that's impossible. Um, there, there, there's no way. There's, you know, none of us can, can, we can't jump in a time machine and go back and, and redo the first album. There, mm-hmm. There's no way. And, um, you know, and there's going to be those people that, that are going to uh, say, well, you know, you don't have Ted Pilot, you don't have James Bird, and the record's not going to be the same like the first album or Time Will Tell. Um, but, you know, w- w- my, my whole thought on that is, let's just say even if we had Ted Pilot or even we or if we had James in the band, doesn't mean that it would still sound the same, you know, because everybody's different. We're all much older. We're we're different people. We're mm-hmm. in a different place in life. We're, you know, we we've grown um, as musicians. There's no way that you can go back and recreate the past. So, so we we knew that, and we weren't going to even try to do that. But but we figured we would at least try to capture some of the style some of the essence um that that made that sound and um i i think we did a pretty good job on that yeah i'll say uh no doubt about that as i say it's uh it's one of a trio of albums that have been released this year that if you don't mind me referring you as part of the old guard but the old guard have released some albums this year that really demand to be states to be taken notice of um and it's it's music that I really hope that you're able to get out there and share with people. So have you got some broader touring plans? Are you, are you planning on coming down here and going to Europe? Um, you know, right, all of that's kind of up in the air right now. Um, but but I, I love hearing that, you know, that you, you know, that people want us to come and play because obviously that's what we need. Um you know, we honestly, we didn't, we just don't know what the demand is. So yep. it's, it's not, you know what I mean? And we've been out of the, out of that whole loop for so long. It's not like, okay, well, the record comes out tomorrow and, you know, we're going to jump on a plane and we're, we're, we're going to tour the world. You know, obviously it doesn't work like that. Um, you know, we don't even know what the, what the demand is. Uh, you know, we, we, we could tell a booking agency to go and, and book, a bunch of shows, but you know, gee, are, are, are 50 people going to show up, yeah. you know, mm. <laughs> or 500 or 5,000. We, you know, we don't know. So I think this is where we're, we're, we, we decided that we would let's put the record out and see what the reaction is. Um, because obviously if the album tanked, then there's no point in even going out. But mm. um, I think if we get a good, a good response from, you know, from the, and, and some good sales, then I think maybe that'll justify, then we can go, Oh, okay, well, you know, let's, um, start looking at our demographics and figure out, you know, where, you know, where we have fans and, 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 you know, where we can go, where people will actually come out and, and see us play. Hmm. Where, where, what other countries have you done media in for the album release? I mean, just Germany. That's it. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah, I think John does a fantastic work down here for Nuclear Blast and getting out some music that I think otherwise wouldn't be heard. And you guys are a part of that cohort there, so we'll certainly do our bit down here. But let me let me ask you a question though, because this the, this is obviously the third coming. I love the numerology with the album. You know, the album's called the Third Secret, and the the band is obviously called the Fifth Fifth Angel. But 
what did you do between 1989 and now? Because the band's been inactive for, for that long. I, I know that there was a reformation there in 2011 or thereabouts, but that didn't result in an album. But that's a, a long period of time for you to be doing other things. So I assume you, you, you led a very full life in between then and now. Yeah, everybody, you know, after after uh, the Time Will Tell album was released, um, you know, and of course the, the whole change in the music business, um, mm. you know, everybody kind of scattered to the winds, you know, doing different things. Um, some of us stayed in touch, some of us didn't, some of us pursued other other careers um and um we, we you know we we really didn't we we just kind of figured oh that's it you know that you know we're, we're done and and that was a, an early chapter of our life and yeah. and we're going to move on because if you would have told me that 25 years later we would be doing this all over again i would say you were crazy it, you know it just never dawned on me it, to be honest um until i got a phone call in 2009 the summer of 2009 from the promoter from the festival called keep it true yep you know you're requesting our presence and i i, I thought it was a joke at first to be <laughs> honest i'm like you want you want us to headline a festival? Uh, you know, are you crazy? You know, I, I I said who who would come and see this band? And he said, oh, you'd be surprised. You you guys still have a pretty large fan base That's all awesome. over the world. Yeah. And and I I I was really just blown away. I couldn't believe it. So. That's really what kind of got things moving um, generally. But but between that time, man, everybody was doing something different. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? There's been a lot of bands that have had, uh, I don't know what the record is uh, for bands that have stopped doing what they're doing and then and then reformed, but there are some bands that are getting back together again after 40 years. The, the most recent band that I heard was The Kinks. Now, I don't know how Ooh. true that is, but did you hear about that? The Kinks are getting back together. The Davies brothers apparently. No, I didn't. I, I didn't even know they're still alive. The, well, apparently the I think the Davies brothers, if I'm not mistaken, apparently they've stopped wanting to try to murder each other, and uh, and they're probably sensing, with the greatest of respect, I say this because we all have to earn coin. We know that, but there's probably a lot of very very good offers on the table for them to do that, and they're not sure. getting younger, and you know that might not yeah. have health insurance or whatever it might be, so. You got to do what you got to do in this life, haven't you? You know, life is just—it's—it's it's full of surprises, um, and um, I'm—I feel really lucky, really blessed um, for this opportunity to come around a second time in my life, especially at this point in my life. And mm. um, I mean, it's a great time—you uh, know—for me, for for me, and 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 the other members of the band. That we're able to do this we're able we're all in really good health um we take care of ourselves and we're all good friends and right now we have four out of the five at least from the time will tell album yep you know four out of the five original and that i think that's pretty good uh, nowadays it's a great batting average actually uh with yeah. a lot of reformations only having did you see the thing you've probably been keeping up with what's going on with uh some of the uh, bands from the 80s and 90s, but when Rat reformed, I think there's two versions mm -hmm. of the band and Bobby Blotzer had himself on drums and had a cast of younger musicians performing it as Bobby Blotzer's Rat. Then there was the Juan Crucia version of it, 
that with that has I think that's the main one these days if I'm not mistaken if it is, won yeah. the court case but uh yeah it's uh I think what happens to us at a point now I'm in my 40s and uh I realize how valuable it is to have an audience and I'm a working musician so I play covers but I understand from your perspective you know what you what you do it's a wonderful thing and if people want to hear your music they want to hear your music so it's just a case of uh in your case, you've got a really strong release to support your case moving forward. So do you think that there's going to be another album and potential tours after this one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, of course, it, you know, it's all supply and demand. So mm. if if the demand is there, um, you know, we, we definitely I, – I think no matter what, we, we will do another record, at, you know, for sure. And – and that may be a different lineup and it might be a little bit different, um, record. Um, I would like to see now, now, on on this record, it was only the three of us that, that actually made this record. Uh, Ed Archer, you know, who's of course one of the original founding members, he was not able to participate because he had some family, um, personal, he had to take a hiatus, mm. um, and which was very unfortunate. Um, so, you know, but we, we, you know, we were at, at, at that time, you know, we, we, we just, we kind of thought about, you know, well, gee, what do you do? You know, do we wait till, till Ed can come back and participate? But, but then maybe that, that opportunity with the label would have passed us by. So, it was a really tough situation, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the three of us, well, what do we do? Do we try and make this album with just the three of us um, or do we wait? Um, we ultimately decided to move forward and, and make the record. And, you know, we figure well, we'll just do the best we can with what we have. Um, but I, I, I think maybe on the and and actually we had we were also talking with James Bird um, you know, we had asked him to, to play, you know, on a couple of songs, do some, do some leads and, and he was up for it, but the timing was off. You know, he was, yep. he was right in the middle of moving across the state. Um, so, so that didn't work out, but, you know, maybe on, maybe on the next record, um, you know, definitely Ed will, will definitely be back and, and working on, contributing and then maybe we'll get james um also as well um okay. so who knows um mm, you never know what the future holds do you and that's a really yeah, important really it's a really good point you make that fans the garden variety fan i'm talking about probably doesn't really understand is you've got to make the most of these opportunities when they're presented even if the band isn't ready you've just got to do it because if you don't that ship passes and when you're ready there's no ship available for you to set sail on Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I, I try to, you know, I look at some of the, some of the, you know, I mean, most of the fan comments have been very positive, but of course there's a, there, there's, you know, some doubting Thomases or, or some guys are just flat out, you know, I had, you know, James is not in the band, so I'm not even going to listen to it. And, and, or, or Ted pilots, not in the band. And, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to say, look, man, look, we did the best we could with what we had and, you know, give it a chance, you know, you know, you know, just give it a shot for at least for what it is. Um, you know, you know, even if you're not going to love it, we don't expect anybody 
to go, oh, this record is better than the first album or time will tell. We, we, we're, we don't expect that, but, but we would like people to say, hey, look, you know, this, this is a nice addition. You know, this record, and we feel that this record stands with those other two records. Maybe it's not as good, um, but to some, pe- some people have said they thought it was better, you know, especially to some people who, who weren't original diehard fans. Um, so, well, I think it's anyway, an album. That, it's an album that's going to appeal to the metal fan of 2018, which I think is a really, which is a fantastic thing. So, yeah, you're going to get those fellas in their 40s and 50s who who want the 90s or the 80s version of the band. Sorry, but you those those fans aren't going to be the ones that possibly you want the younger fans that are going to continue to support the band for the rest of your career, the ones that aren't stuck in the past and who do view the band as a band for right here and right now, albeit with the traditional sound, but a band with a sound for right now. And it's something that I've spoken about to a lot of artists, you know, Max Cavalera. There's this real thing at the moment for 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds, and I, I don't really... I mean, I understand it to an extent, but heavy metal is one of those one of those genres where we just seem to be so backward-looking. It's like it was better yesterday rather than what's happening right now, and I think that's bullshit. Some of the best albums that I've heard in my life, and I've been a lifelong heavy metal fan have come out in the last couple of years. But to the point I was making was that I'm seeing, I'm going to these festivals and I don't go out too much these days, God help me, because I've got kids and it's just too hard. But <laughs> but I see these, go, go to some of these all-ages gigs and there's 15-year-olds with Judas Priest t-shirts on. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that I understand that because I kind of remember Painkiller, okay? That's that's the album that came out that was the band for the, the album for my era. I was too young for Screaming for Vengeance. But I wouldn't wear a Judas Priest t-shirt, to be honest with you. I don't really wear band t-shirts. That's just personal preference. But but when you talk to these guys, too, they talk about bands from yesterday as if they're their favourite band. So Maiden, Metallica, Slayer, Judas Priest. And I don't challenge anybody. Everybody's welcome to their own views. And, of course, they can listen to whatever they want to listen to. But you've got to support music in the here and now. Urban music and hip-hop, whatever it might be called, that does that really well. So they don't... They don't have Run DMC at the top of a festival bill at whatever the hip-hop festival's going. They've got Kendrick Lamar and Drake, and they're artists that are from right now. And uh, and it's, I think it's really important for you because for a lot, as far as a lot of younger listeners will be concerned, you're a brand-new band. Yeah. You know, that that is like like awesome... You know what you just told me that that that's actually very inspiring and very cool. hopeful. Um, yeah, I, I I I I agree. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay Smith, and that was a conversation between me and John from the outfit Fifth Angel. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>